Welcome to College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Sprint, the best phones on the best network, a brighter future for all. College Bar and Grill, check out our new location, 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe, behind the mask, serving the Valley hockey community since 1994. Oxnipow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. M-Drive, for energy, stamina, recovery. Ice Den Scottsdale, practice home of the Arizona Coyotes, also in Chandler. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, and welcome in, hockey fans in the desert southwest. It is another episode of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. As uh, we get set to talk a little college hockey, uh, NCAA college hockey here in the desert southwest, Scott Strandy here in Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, Paul Hornstein, will be joining me in just a second from that beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York. Um, I know Paul's having a little headphone issue, so hopefully we'll have him connected to us very shortly. In the meantime, uh, we are going to talk uh, a little college hockey and, and get things rolling along here. Um, it, so many things happen in the world of hockey right now, but yet so many things up in the air. I mean, if we look uh, into the, the professional ranks, they're trying to work on a plan to come back. They've brought back their international players to uh, begin a uh, – a uh, quarantine situation where they'll have to be quarantined in their homes for 14 days and then can get to the uh, facilities, start working out, and all with a target date of July 10th of when they will get back on the ice. So so NHL is working its way back. NCAA is, uh, is kind of sitting back and just waiting to see what happens. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, folks, it's all about football. If the uh, NCAA football programs can get started as planned, uh, they will uh, they will do that, and uh, once the football programs get going and everybody sees that successful, uh, then of course you can get your other athletes started as well. And hockey would be one of those sports. Uh, you know, for most cases, uh, the the teams will report in the summertime or uh, early fall and uh, get their workouts in on ice, off ice, uh, with the strength and uh, conditioning coaches, and then of course you'll play it up till you get the uh, um, uh, you get to the point where you can actually uh, have uh, the teams participating in practices with the coaches, and then once that rolls in, bingo, we're off and running and uh, looking to crown another NCAA champion, if you will, in uh, in the sport of NCAA hockey. So lots of stuff to talk about in every bit. Right now it's a, a, a juggling match, basically, because a lot of teams are juggling their players uh, signing new recruits is continuing to move on. Uh, we've been working with uh, the LIU, the new Long Island University hockey program, is fired up and uh, bringing in recruits and new players as they look to build their program for the very first time. Uh, last week, we had a great guest on that uh, told us a little bit about the resurgence of Huntsville hockey. So uh, Mike Napier joined us. We talked uh, Huntsville hockey and all those good things. So. Lots of stuff going on in the hockey world, even though it is June 16th today, and we are talking 100-plus degree temperatures here in the, in the Phoenix uh, Valley, the Desert of the Sun, and uh, a Valley of the Sun, excuse me, in the desert southwest. And, you know, uh, COVID continues to rise. We had record numbers again here in the, in the state of Arizona today, but also we're dealing with wildfires, folks, and if you've never seen those burn, uh, they are burning tremendously all over the place in the uh, the valley. We actually, not far from, from our home in Scottsdale, has a number of uh, places that uh, are putting out some serious serious smoke and some serious fire and some serious evacuations. So we want everybody to stay safe out there as we get started here. Uh, again, we're still waiting for my co-host, uh, Paul Hornstein, to join us. And once we have Paul uh, hooked up and on board, uh, we'll start digging into this. But you know, in the meantime, folks, I was doing some uh, some looking back in the archives here at Ice Time Hockey Southwest, and um, the good friends at Facebook always seem to come through when you need them, right? They uh, they flashed up something on my memory bank that uh, three years ago today, uh, 
we visited with uh, Johnny Walker and his father, Jeff, and they had a chance to talk uh, recruiting and coming in to play for the Arizona State Sun Devils. Hard to believe three years ago, right? Now we're talking about Johnny Walker, the captain, one of the alternate or assistant captains with the Sun Devils this year and one of the leading goal scorers in all of college hockey for all three of the years he's been a Sun Devil. Finally reaching his senior year, and, man, those three years just flew by, folks. So um, congratulations to Johnny on everything that he's accomplished so far. I, I sent out a tweet today, a congratulatory uh, tweet to him, and I said, if you're not following Johnny Walker's progress, you need to get out there and start doing it because he is a gem and a gem that's going to move on and play hockey at the next level somewhere uh, after this season is over with. So get out, see some Arizona State hockey wherever you can do it, anywhere that uh, they play this season, and take advantage of watching number seven in maroon and gold with the pitchfork on to, uh, to get a feel for just how good this player is. Also, folks, keep in mind, Johnny Walker was a defenseman most of his playing career, his junior career, and moved up to play forward uh, late in his junior career, and it's been an outstanding forward and one of the best shots and one of the quickest releases in college hockey. So congratulations to Johnny and his family for uh, all the things, and, and most importantly for Sun Devil Hockey, he's homegrown. He's a homegrown Arizona boy that I grew up here and, of course, moved around to play junior hockey, but came back and wanted to be a part of the Sun Devil program, wanted to build something special, and He's back and doing it, and uh, we're really excited to uh, to see what Johnny's going to bring this year. Uh, um, as we say, COVID-19 um, allowing us to do that. Anyway, as Paul still continues to work on his headset issue, we'll talk a little bit about uh, about what's been happening uh, in NCAA hockey and in World Junior hockey, as a matter of fact. The, uh, the, the World Junior team... Um, it's going to be different this year, folks. As, uh, as you know, they named 43 players to that uh, summer camp, the summer showcase camp. Uh, they've invited 38 NCAA players and recruits to uh, join them this summer. Uh, it's, the event is set for July 24th to August 1st in uh, Plymouth, Michigan. Those 43 players will compete for spots on the U.S. national junior team and will hope to earn a spot in the 2021 World Championships. Again, I don't want to get ahead of myself. This is all COVID-related and, and COVID-approved, and hopefully that everybody's safe and, and is able to work their way there. So we're looking forward to uh, to do that. But uh, last year, Demetrius Kumanzis of the Sun Devils was invited to that team. This year, we don't have any uh, Sun Devils or recruits, I believe, on this roster. But, man, the American team is stacked uh, when you look at what they have to choose from, which just tells you how good – not only the play is in um, the United States of America, but also just how good the uh, the college play is. Wisconsin against, I mean, a couple of players in Cole Caulfield and Alex Turcotte, who were both there last year. Uh, Bobby Brink uh, from Denver will be back. Spencer Knight, the great goaltender from Boston College, uh, will be back. And Cam York from Michigan. Uh, John Beecher from Michigan as well. So a lot of great players that are going to be coming in and testing their talents uh, with the best the U.S. has to offer this summer in uh, the, the uh, World Junior Summer Showcase. So that's uh, something to look forward to. Hopefully everything goes off as planned. Normally they would compete uh, to play some other teams uh, around the country, other international opponents. But this year with the, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, the staff will actually just uh, – work the guys out and uh, and do that in inner squad scrimmages type things to, uh, to continue on that way. So a lot of exciting news on that end of it. In the meantime, uh, the uh, Sun Devils await. I know a lot of the players are here in the Phoenix uh, Valley, and they're working out and uh, stuff on their own, just waiting to get the okay to get back on the ice and start doing some things. And as I said, June 16th, so July is not far away. I think July 1st is when we'll probably have some, some more uh, answers to that. In the meantime, it's just a wait-and-see type of thing for everybody. We just hope the cases get better. And In the meantime, as we wait to see if our uh, my co-host will get his headphone situation <laughs> remedied, we will take a quick break and hear from a couple of our sponsors. 
the Mask Hockey Shop, celebrating 25 years of exceptional service to the Arizona hockey community. Offering the top brands and an educated staff of hockey players to help you choose the right gear for you. Visit any one of our three Valley locations or check us out online at BehindTheMask.com. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the Fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that Fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. Game like a pro, post game like a champion at College Bar and Grill. Located across the street from the iconic A Mountain and Sun Devil Stadium and a quick walk from Wells Fargo Arena, College Bar and Grill is your home for the best local craft beer, delicious creative cocktails, tasty food, and Tempe's best atmosphere for Arizona State Athletics. College Bar and Grill, free game like a pro, post game like a champion. Online at ilovecollege.co. Hi everybody, this is Jay from OxyPal. You probably know our products for being used on your gear to eliminate the odor and bacteria from sports gear and, and your gym and all that stuff. Um, in, in light of current events, uh, we have uh, switched up and added a new product to our production line. It's called our Have a Nice Day Hand Sanitizer. Um, it is exclusively for use on your skin, whereas our other uh, products have been exclusively for use on your fabrics and, and, and gear. Uh, this product is available here at my shop. It's available on my website at www.oxycow.com. And you can pick it up or we can ship it to you anywhere in the United States. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails. Whether celebrating an overtime game winner or relaxing by the pool after a long work day, find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011. Hey, Michael here from M-Drive. My dad, a world-class scientist, actually made M-Drive for himself to stay active and continue enjoying life. And yes, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone, but it's so much more. M-Drive is the everyday supplement to fuel your drive with more energy and more strength. Listen, we'd love for you to try M-Drive too. Visit mdriveformen.com and we'll give you 20% off your first purchase. Just type in the code DRIVE at checkout. We find your prime with M-Drive. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans in the desert southwest to another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona. Still waiting to get my co-host, Paul Hornstein, on board. He tells me that he's having some headphone issues, but folks, if you'd seen the palatial estate that Paul lives in on Long Island, he's probably just trying to get from one end to the other. <laughs> the estate is, is something to be reckoned with, so... Uh, all kidding aside, folks, we'll, we'll, we'll look to have Paul on just as quickly as we can. In the meantime, we'll keep rocking and rolling with you. If you're listening to us live tonight, a couple of things I want to mention to you. If you feel like you want to jump on, you have some questions for us, uh, let's try it. Let's try being a call-in. Uh, hit one of the call-in buttons and say you want to you want to have a couple of questions for us. We'll be happy to see if we can answer, or at least I will from the standpoint. If you want to try that, be my guest. Hit one of the call-in buttons, and we'll see if uh, our uh, executive producer can bring you through to us. Give us your name, where you're calling from, and, and what you want to talk about in NCAA hockey. Uh, and also, I want you to keep uh, an ear out for this week's 
Pucks on the Pod trivia question. Uh, I know Paul's got one, so if we can get him on before the end of the show, he's going to be really excited to tell you about it because it's uh, it's one that he really likes. So we have a whole bunch of things going on uh, in hockey as well. Like I said, we did mention last night's show, uh, Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, about what's going on. Our good friends at Summer Skates, of course, are the ones that, that provide us uh, the prize packs. So uh, we'll look forward to giving some more of those out and bringing them on board. It's, uh, it's an exciting time right now to see how uh, – how things rock and roll. So I think we might have my co-host with me from that beautiful palatial estate. I'll, yeah, listen, folks. Yeah. You can hear the breath. He's moving from one end to the other. It took him about, uh, I counted, 15 minutes to get from one end to the other, folks. Paul Hornstein, how are you? Yeah, 15 minutes to get from one end to the other. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we, I don't hey, even know how long these headphones are going to last. <laughs> Uh, well, let, let's talk quickly then, Paul. Uh, first of all, it's great to have you on as I've been kind of meandering around the, uh, yeah. the NCAA scene. <laughs> Telling a little bit about this and a little bit about that. But um, I know you've got a lot of stuff, the Sun Devil stuff, that maybe you haven't been able to talk about because we had guests every week. We don't have one this week just because there's a lot of things going on with COVID-19. But I mentioned the fact, Paul, it's been three years since I sat down with Johnny and Jeff Walker and uh, talked about him becoming a Sun Devil and a dream of it it was for him uh, ever since they announced the program that he wanted to be a part of it. Just your thoughts on Johnny Walker and what he's turned into over the past three years. Well, he is the one thing that that every team kind of needs. It needs somebody – to uh, put the puck in the net on a regular basis. And he has definitely been that for the Sun Devils. Uh, it's, it's, it's a situation where, uh, you know, he, when they're on the power play, you have to look out for him no matter, no, no matter where he is on the ice. Uh, he's got great hands and has turned into a, a tremendous goal scorer. And, you know, when you have that guy that – takes everybody else's attention away. Uh, it, it allows the rest of the team to to, to move as it needs to do, um, especially on the power play. Uh, even if they're not scoring on the power play, um, when he's on the ice, everybody has to account for where he is. And that just gives everybody else a little bit more freedom to move. And, you know, it's it's the one thing that you can't manufacture. You, you, you can improve skating. You can improve positioning. You can improve a lot of aspects of a game uh, on the ice. But that knack to put the puck in the net, that knack for those hands, um, as you mentioned earlier, he started off as a defenseman. And uh, I, I know that, uh, you know, on my perch of second guessing, so to speak, uh, I often wonder uh, what, as a as a change of pace, it would be interesting to see uh, Johnny back as a you know some coaches like to put four uh, forwards on the ice for a power play. Um, it would you know they had uh, Prince and Pashnuk, you know quarterbacking the power play. And so they didn't necessarily need it. And they might not necessarily need it this year with, with, with Josh Maniscalco back there. But it would be interesting to see just, you know, how it would work uh, if, if he was up at the point, say, with Josh this year uh, as, a, as a power play maneuver. Uh, you know, it's not like he hasn't played defense before. He was, you know, obviously, as you mentioned, he was a defenseman. So it would just be kind of an interesting little twist, you know. You know, as we second guessers do, uh, you know, when we watch games, we always think that we know more than the coach, and um, <laughs> you know, and and, and it just is it's got my curiosity peaked, and you know, it's just kind of one of those things where you sit there and 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 you just wonder, you know, because power plays get hot and cold. And when, when ASU scores on the power play and when most teams score on the power play, we know how important special teams are. 
where it's a factor of, you know, special teams wins games, special teams wins playoffs. And ASU's had very good penalty killing. And, you know, when their power play gets hot, they score a lot, you know, like most power plays. And when it's not, it's not. And it might not necessarily be for lack of shots, but it can be a situation where, you know, just to kind of change things up. But that's always – that's just me. You know, I mean, Lord knows I don't have any opinions, but um, – All right. Mr. Opinion, before we lose your headphones, just in case that happens, I've been teasing everybody uh, about your trivia question. So I want you to give okay. up that hashtag pucks on the pod trivia question right now just in case we lose you. And then just I in do case. I totally get it. If all things go as planned, I got my fingers crossed. I just got a text from uh, Sun Devil SIV Mitch Terrell saying that we may get Mr. Walker, Johnny Walker, with us here shortly. So if we do, uh, we'll have Johnny on board with us. But in the meantime, Paul, give us that hashtag, Pucks on the Pod trivia question presented by Summer Skates. Okay. What was the last California school to sponsor varsity hockey? Wait a minute. They play hockey, varsity hockey in California, or they did? Uh, they have in the past, yeah. Uh, you can actually go back before World War II and find that there were a lot of schools, that, or at least a, a chunk of the big schools that had programs. So when people say that the, there was no hockey on the West Coast, no college hockey on the West Coast, that wasn't true all the time. Because yeah. back yeah. before, back you know, in the, in the 30s, uh, and granted, that was 100 years ago, but it was still there. You know, Cal, yeah. Stanford, USC, uh, a bunch of schools. So yeah, it's it's not like – because remember, Seattle won, was the first U.S.-based team to win a Stanley Cup. Right. And that was 100 right. years ago. So and Seattle's coming back. So, Yeah, yeah. I mean, what all good things come around is what they say, right? Let's hope. <laughs> All right. So while we wait to see if we're able to connect with uh, Johnny Walker, I know he, he's training. He's an, an alternate and a, or slash assistant captain for the squad this year, and I know he's got a lot of things going on. Plus, he's dealing with, uh, uh, like we all are, the COVID stuff and what you can and cannot do. And he's probably wearing a mask and probably going to have a hard time talking to us. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, Paul, Things have gotten crazy out here uh, in Arizona. You probably see we set another record today, which is one we don't want to set, of uh, 2,900 and some odd or 2,392 uh, new cases of COVID-19, which uh, beat the old record by nearly 1,000, I think, or something like that. So it, it has not settled down, at least in the state of Arizona. And with that, we always have concerns about what that's going to be like for the, the hockey teams. I mean, that's our livelihood, right? Yep. Well, yep. Uh, with, with Arizona State, we know that Coach Powers is hanging on until, uh, as he told us on the show a couple of weeks ago, it's all about football, right? We all know if the football yeah, well, season it is. gets started and those players can come back and play, there's a really good chance that hockey's going to be behind it and that we'll be able to jump on board with it as well. So, um you know that's that's what we're doing now. We're playing a waiting game again, right? We're uh, we're hoping that this virus at least can be contained to the point where the teams can back and, and practice and work out and get prepared for what we hope is going to be a very exciting season. Uh, I want to back up a step, though, Paul, uh, and I want right. to just talk a little bit about the way this season ended one more time. I mean, um, the Sun Devils were right on the cusp again of a another NCAA tournament. Uh, had they gotten in, that would be two tournaments in two years, which is yeah. really hard to do, especially as an independent. So give yeah. me your thoughts on what you think. If you could have watched them play, how far do you think that team could have gone this year? I know there's so many variables, Paul, but what, what's your gut tell you? How, how good was that hockey team? Well, uh, here's what I'll say. Uh, I, I'm The loss to Quinnipiac uh, was definitely a valuable experience. You know, they started off that game kind of slow. They were they hadn't played for a while. I'm sure that um, the, the coaching staff uh, was a matter of – I mean, we do kind of know that they had arrangements to make uh, to play an exhibition game uh, before uh, the selection show. 
and 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 that probably would have made a difference at least getting them started in 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 that first game of the tournament. Um, but we know how valuable experience is. We know how valuable it will be going into this year, uh, as they have a very senior laden club uh, and a very stacked club, especially with all most of their scoring coming back. Uh, so. I, I think that extra game or those extra games that they would have played in an NCAA tournament, I, I, I you know, the, 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 they definitely would have been poised to do some damage. You never know what happens in a one-game series or, you know, in one game. Uh, you know, it's like the permanent game seven when you get into the NCAA tournament. And – I think they were chomping at the bit, ready to go. And I think that, you know, that first game would have been very, very interesting in terms of who they played. Um, there were all kinds of scenarios. And and I am sure that the the um, that the, the game would have been uh, one of the better games, especially in the first round of that tournament. So um, could they have done some damage? Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and it always depends on matchups. You know, I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I, you know me. I'm not in the prediction game. That's <laughs> Paul, your you want, job. Paul, Paul, do you want to tell me what the magic number is yet or not quite? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it's always the same anyway. So let's take a quick break for a minute because I think we've got Johnny online with us here in just a minute. Okay. Johnny, if you if you can hear me, I just go ahead and click one of the green buttons on the top of the uh, the podcast. It's a call in button. If you touch either one of those, uh, we should be able to get you connected, bring you on with us, and uh, and talk a little NCAA hockey here in the desert Southwest. In the meantime, while we wait to see if we can get Johnny connected, let's uh, hear a couple more words from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Game like a pro, post game like a champion at College Bar and Grill. Located across the street from the iconic A Mountain and Sun Devil Stadium and a quick walk from Wells Fargo Arena, College Bar and Grill is your home for the best local craft beer, delicious creative cocktails, tasty food, and Tempe's best atmosphere for Arizona State athletics. College Bar and Grill, free game like a pro, post game like a champion. Online at ilovecollege.co. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit ease. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails, whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S., Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Award-winning taste since 2011. All right, we're back. Scott Strandy live here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Paul Hornstein live on that beautiful palatial estate that they call Long Island, New York. Uh, as you know, folks, headphones, technical issues can happen, but they're also great excuses when you just have to move you know, across the big estate and maybe go through the butlers and the things like that to get to where you're going. But Paul is with us. Uh, I understand Johnny's having some yeah. issues, uh, and I think we might have him. Johnny Walker, are you with us? Johnny, can you hear me? Uh, I can see him, but I can't hear him. <laughs> yeah, well... It's okay. I, I, I had the same problem earlier, so. Yeah, well, hold on a minute. If we can't hear Johnny Walker, then there's no, then there's no point. Johnny, are you there? Yeah, he might have it on mute. I guess that's possible, too. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. Uh, he, he ducked in and out on us here. But, you know, folks, if, if you're not, let me tell you a little behind-the-scenes stuff here with Podbean. If you have not used Podbean before, sometimes it can be very confusing because uh, we love it, but it's difficult sometimes to uh, to make the connection. So we'll try again, see if we can get uh, 
get Johnny on. But uh, in the meantime, uh, it, we're talking college hockey. We're talking NCAA hockey here in the desert southwest. And, Paul, last week uh, we talked with Mike Napier about the uh, Alabama Huntsville program and the resurgence of it. But since then, the uh, team number 61, LIU Sharks, have uh, been picking up hockey players like they're going out of style, which I guess you have to do, right, when you announce so late that you're going to have a program? Well, it's funny. Is is LIU 60 now or 61? Because yeah, <laughs> I, I, I understand it's semantics, I right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I knew um, that was coming. But, yeah, have you had a chance to see some of the players that they've picked up? Um, yeah, you know, trying to get as much information as I can on them. Um but uh, you know it's uh, you know it's it's not you know I'm they're they're coming in from all over the place. Um, I knew Brett Riley, you know, just on his name alone was going to get would would would, ha- would not have a problem getting players. Um, you know, we also see that uh, Huntsville uh, has had players bouncing in and out of their roster. For the season, so it is. It's it's really all over the place, and trying to keep track of, of who who's coming in and who's not, and and, uh, uh, who's, and, there and who's not there. Yeah. So I hate to cut you off. I, I think I have Johnny. Yeah, let's see. If, I think let's see if we've got Johnny. Let's see, if, let's see if we've got Johnny. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, yeah. Johnny. How are you? Yeah, Good. I've got my uh, my music <laughs> playing in the background. We might have my music too. Yeah, it's great, man. Yeah, it's great, man. <laughs> okay, how's it? Can you hear me better now? I just had to delete my podcast after. I'm just an absolute mess, but I'm all set now. Oh, man. Oh, man. Johnny, we're, we got a little feedback, but we can hear you fine, so just go ahead and. We can hear you fine, so just go ahead and. And jump on with us. Uh, you got Scott and Paul here. Uh, you got Scott and Paul here. Uh, we wanted to bring you on and talk a little we bit about uh, this year's about NCAA, program NCAA program at ASU. Absolutely. You, I'm, you guys can hear me, right? I'm all set now. Yeah. No music in the background. Yep. No, you're yeah. all good. No, you're all good. All right. Perfect. Perfect. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're, we're doing, doing all right. Oh, we're so, doing all right. So, Johnny. So, Johnny. Okay, Johnny, I want to tell you that three years ago tonight, we visited and we talked about you becoming a Sun Devil. We talked about you becoming a Sun Devil. What's it been like for the last three years? What's it been like for the last three years? Yeah, um, you know, it's been a long journey. Uh, That feels like yesterday, honestly. I remember uh, Polar Ice, um, if that's what it's called now. I I don't even think that's what it's called anymore. But, you know, time, uh, time has flown by. Uh, going into my senior year now, um, we've we've done a lot of great things. Um, I've been uh, abs- so fortunate to be a part of uh, such a such a great program and, and a program that's starting up uh, uh, just about brand new. When I got here uh, a couple of years under the belt, but um, just to see as it ha- that it's as far as it's progressed uh, since I've been here, I, I couldn't be more proud of. Uh, everything we've accomplished as a, as a group, and, and can't be more excited about uh, about next year. Well, you know, I know it's a big honor to be uh, named well, a captain know, of the program, but, the but tell program. me a little bit about uh, that but process and what you look the, like your role will be this season. Yeah, um, obviously as an older guy, um, I remember coming in, and the captain group we had was phenomenal with uh, with Dylan Holman and, and Anthony Croston and things. Uh, even even my sophomore junior, the, the leadership group I had to look up to was was phenomenal. But I know, especially coming in my freshman year with uh, with the guys I had to look up to, um, I really leaned on them a lot and kind of learned uh, what college hockey is all about. So uh, my goal is this year is as being uh, almost 40 years old, still playing college hockey, um, being being a guy that um, that the freshmen, the younger 18, 19, 20 year olds, and even our underclassmen uh, can kind of look up to and, and lean on in um, in tough in tough situations, and really anytime, uh, just kind of be a set of ears and 
uh, listen to guys and, and any problems and try to you know help help the best way I can. Uh, John, when you look uh, back John, at the three back, years, uh, the three when, years, what was the moment uh, that you guys said, you know, we have arrived? What was the moment that you guys said, you know, we have arrived? Yeah, um, at the, uh, I knew at the start of my sophomore year we had a good team. Uh, I guess he chills even thinking about it, but, um, we, uh, we had a, we had a real solid team, obviously, Dax was phenomenal, and, um, I, I think just uh, towards the, uh, at the, like about 10 games in, about five games in, we'd won a few games and we kind of joked like, we're nasty. Like that was, the, we kept saying we're nasty. Like, we're, are, we, are we really good? We were like, we're winning games, we're playing good hockey. But like, you know, in college hockey, you can, any team can win any night. And um, just as that season progressed, five to 10 games in, um, we were winning games and we were consistently winning games and uh, against good teams as well. Uh, we had a tough schedule and we were, we were beating teams that uh, a, lot of, a lot of people gave us no chance to. Um, and I, I think uh, definitely the first quarter to first half of um, my sophomore year, I, I, it was kind of a realization that, that we are uh, we're a legitimate Division One program and, and we can uh, not only compete, but we can, uh, we can beat a lot of uh, most, if not every team in the country at that time. Um, and and that was that was kind of the, the, the first moment where I realized that this uh, this program's uh, where where we want to be and where uh, where we strive to be when, when I first got here. Johnny, you know uh, when we talk about your program and and where it's been, we know how disappointing it was not to be able to play uh, this last. Uh, national tournament that you more than likely would have gotten a bid to. But tell me a little bit about what you expect out of this team. I mean, you have so many seniors and so much depth and so much young talent coming in. What do you expect from this year, assuming that it gets underway as normal? Assuming that it gets underway as normal. Yeah, uh, like you said, assuming that it, that it starts as normal, we're, we're planning on that. Um, no matter when, uh, obviously everyone's got an opinion of when it's going to start and everything else, but we're, we're preparing as if it's starting on time and, and we're, we're excited for that. But, um, you know, I, I think that um, a lot of guys were left kind of with an empty feeling, as I'm sure um, every, every most every college, uh, college hockey team did, as, as most every sport did um, at the end of last year, that we, we had a lot to... Uh, a lot left in our season. We felt last year there was there was plenty of hockey that we thought we we could win games and, and make a serious run in a national championship. And I think that that uh, that that burn and desire to get back to where we were not only uh, last year and the year before, but to, to kind of exceed exceed that. And uh, I think that you know we're bringing in a lot of good young talent that'll that'll help uh, create more depth um, in our in our lineup and. Uh, I, I think that, um, as per usual, this year is going to be better than last year. I don't see that uh, trend uh, discontinuing anytime soon. So that's uh, that's what we're striving for is to be better than the day before, and I, I think that's exactly where we're at. Johnny, when you get together Johnny, when you with get the other three-letter wearers, uh, what what has been uh, what, the what has the, the been biggest thing you guys have focused on? The, the biggest thing you guys have focused on. Um, yeah, I'm actually uh, we got a good little gym set up for uh, Jacob and Dom right now, and I we're, we're working out at our place. Um, Manny was back home, so it's kind of tougher to. It's a smaller garage gym, so it's tougher to get everyone in there. But um, I, I can speak for for him too. But um, this is uh, obviously. Yeah, for us, um, being a senior year, uh, this it's it's all or nothing, and I, I truly believe that it's national championship or bust, and uh, that's how we're entering every workout um, and every opportunity to get better. Is that it is uh, there, there, you can't take a single moment off because the last three years, like I said, have flown by, and um, I can speak for for all all four of us that um, and and everyone uh, that's been here. 
that this year is uh, it's it's our year and it feels right and uh, and we feel like we've got plenty to prove and, and we can't wait to do so. Johnny, you know, uh, I know since Johnny, before you, know, you got uh, here, they've been talking about building an arena here, for you guys. And I know they wanted you guys. to be in that new building, and it won't happen now, obviously. But how excited now, are you for the program to finally have that get underway, hopefully, very soon? Yeah, I mean, just based off of playing at an Oceanside Ice Arena being five years old, I think that once once a uh once the top end uh facility comes in and the and the rank right on campus it's uh i think it's going to be a little unfair um <laughs> the uh the, 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 the traditions and the, the the program that's been built and the culture that's been built alongside with um being obviously in arizona and, and having the pedigree that coach powers has built um, I think recruiting will almost be unfair. Uh, you'll be able to get handpicked just about anyone you want, and uh, and it's only going to continue to uh, accelerate and get better year to year. But um, I can't wait to, to come back and, and be a part of that, that first uh, night, as uh, I'm sure everyone uh, that's been through through this program, the ups and downs, they, everyone's been a part of uh, building that rink and building the the culture and the tradition. So, um, yeah, once that new rink's built, I, I, I think it's going to be a little unfair. Johnny, the, the, the one thing that's Johnny, hard the, to duplicate the, the one thing that's is on ice and skating. What kind of things um, have you done specifically to try and rectify that as much as you can? Rectify that as much as you can. Yeah, honestly... During the summers, I I rarely skate. Um, I've never been a huge fan of, you know, just you know we've got five months, four months, whatever till the season, and after the season ends, it's just a long time. Um, and right. I think uh, Coach Hicks, right. Coach Hicks has been a big uh, big proponent of, of staying off the ice and, and just working on working off the ice and getting bigger and faster, stronger off the ice. Um, because realistically, you have to be on the ice pretty consistent to to stay at to stay at a level. If you take two weeks off, you're almost back to where you began. Um, so obviously, if you're able to work on some skill stuff, that's great. But um, I, I focus more on off ice and uh, and just getting stronger. And then uh, it, it, it creates more of a fire and a burn to for when the ice is available and the. And, when uh, the season's starting back up, you're you're fired up and ready to go, and you, you can't wait to get on the ice. Johnny, I know we got to go here just a couple of minutes. Paul, you got one more for him? Well, I just get – I don't think somebody that sees all the videos – you guys have a lot of fun together, don't you? Uh, I don't uh, – I, I think Col Como is a big sport because it seems like he's the butt of a lot of the jokes. But he, he, he looks like he takes it pretty well. He, he looks like he takes it pretty well. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think I give Como the hardest time out of anyone. I'm always uh, <laughs> kind of grilling him. But, um, you know, when you're the youngest kid on the team, I think that's that's also a part of your job, right? No, but right. he uh, he's he's such right. a good kid. I, I, uh, I actually room with him every, uh, every away trip. We're always roommates. And if we're not, we throw fit and make sure that uh, – that we get that change, but um, no, everyone's so close. Uh, I'm I'm close to Como, just as everyone else is, and uh, he's just one of those kids that uh, he takes it so well, and he's such a fun kid to be around. That uh, picking on him isn't really making fun of him. It's just kind of. Uh, oh no, I get if it. If you've been in our locker room, that's oh no, I get it. Kind of how things roll, and and he takes it takes it like a champ, and. Every once in a while, he'll give one back, and, and uh, he can be quick on his feet too. Um, but we are uh, we're a really close group, and I think anyone that's um, anywhere near or around our team can can see that pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, one more quick one uh, that's not one hockey related. One, uh, you have your Tampa Bay jersey yet? You have your Tampa Bay jersey yet? Um, I do not. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I just there were just rumors that uh, 
You were a big fan of uh, the guy that changed teams. You know, my co-host always has to put a dig in there, Johnny. I'd never do anything like that. Of course not. Of course not. Okay, I want to end on one one quick one for you, Johnny. You know, it's Father's Day weekend. I know you got two dads in your life that have been very influential in your role of becoming a hockey player and, and helped you out. But just talk a little bit about uh, how much they've meant to your development. How much they've meant to your development. Yeah, I mean, um, to get to where I am today, it, uh, it would not be possible with everyone involved, uh, including, including them. Um, everyone sacrificed so much and, and, and given um, way more than I can ever repay them for. But, um, you know, having, uh, being fortunate enough to, to have two uh, role models uh, as, as fathers, I've, I've been very fortunate. Um, and, uh, you know, just, uh, the support group I have is, is, is second to none. And I, I couldn't be more grateful and thankful for everything they've done and, and, uh, everything everyone has done to, to get me here. Because like I said, um, this, the path of being a hockey player as, uh, you find out, uh, well, as I'm finding out, uh, later on, but as, as any hockey parent will know, it is, it is not always an easy or a fun ride. Uh, it, it can be a tough road at times, and, and to the, the support and the and the constant uh, help and and, uh, and and love and passion I've gotten from everyone has been uh, so great. So I uh, couldn't be more fortunate. All right, Johnny, we'll let you go on that. But I have to right, Johnny, uh, we'll call you that, a a champion, a USHL champion three years ago, and I have a feeling you're going to be an NCAA champion this time next year. Uh, this time next year. Yeah, that is uh, that is absolutely the plan, and uh, you can uh, you can believe that uh, the, the boys here are doing everything we can, and we will do everything to, to be a national champion. All right, Johnny Thanks, Walker, uh, the assistant uh, captain Walker, on this year's uh, NCAA Sun Devil Hockey Team. Thanks, hockey team. Thanks for joining us, Johnny. And uh, take care. Be safe this summer. Okay. We'll look forward to seeing you in the fall. Summer. Okay. We'll look forward to seeing you in the fall. Absolutely. You guys too. Be safe. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. That's Johnny Walker with the uh, Arizona State Sun Devil Hockey Team. It's great to have uh, Johnny join us. I know we had a little feedback issues there, but I think he got the gist of what uh, Johnny wanted to tell us tonight. It's a special weekend uh, for everybody with Father's Day coming up and. And Paul, just your thoughts on on Johnny and the development of uh, of him as a person and hockey player. Well, first of all, we we, we know that uh, he's been the quote unquote face of the franchise. Um, he, it, you know, there were two sides of the personality. You know, Brinson was the was was kind of the quiet sort of reserve guy, at least publicly. Uh, and, and, and Johnny is publicly much more outgoing uh, than, than he was. Uh, when, when you talked about ASU hockey for the last three years, it was both of those. So, uh, you know, it, it was those two guys that were the, the first names that came to everybody's mind. You know, Brinson, because of the fact that he was likely going to be in the NHL, uh, we hope Johnny is too, uh, but you know, his, his game was just different. He was the goal scorer. He was, uh, the, the, the first guy that everybody talked about. Uh, if you want to beat ASU, you have to stop Johnny Walker. So, um, you know, it was both sides of the coin there and, uh, hopefully, uh, that will just grow in stature this year. Uh, as, uh, you know, we get into year. This, I guess this is year six, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. It'll be year six with uh, the fifth full season of NCAA, but six year as a uh, as a mixed program total. And uh, you know they're they're building something, right? I mean, it's it's not yeah. just an arena that's coming. It's not just a conference that's coming. It's a hockey team that's here and now. And as you yeah. heard in Johnny's voice, uh, he's very confident that this team can go out and get it done. And when you look at the roster, at least on paper, and I know it's paper. Uh, you try to find me a better lineup top to bottom than what they have right now. And that includes some of the guys we haven't seen yet. We've talked about the, the freshman class, incoming freshman class, and what they're going to mean. But everybody's got a role on this team. And for the first time, I think Coach Rotalia, uh, since he's been the head coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils, he knows that he can interchange pieces whenever he needs to and not miss a beat. Well, it's funny because, I, I you know, the way this team has kind of developed, you know, in the last couple of years, uh, they would be they would get scoring obviously from the top line, uh, and get some scoring from the second line, and then it would kind of be a little bit of a drought. And you had the fourth line uh, with Steen Pashnik and Dom Garcia and whoever else was playing on that line at that particular time. You know, they would be the the energy guys, the checking line. Um, I, I think they're going to have three lines this year that are going to be a threat to score every time they're out on the ice. And then you add in that, that checking line. Uh, I think you're going to see a team that has tremendous penalty killers. Uh, you know, I, I would be shocked uh, if, if, if their penalty kill is not in the top five to 10 uh, in the country. And, you know, and, and that goes back to what we're saying. And, and now you can put any line out there really on the power play. Uh, we didn't see Chris Brando in the lineup because obviously he was red shirting. Uh, can I tell you something, Paul? Um, we did see him and, in and, practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, know, I know what and, you're saying. I just had to get that little dig in there. Yeah, I know. I get it. Uh, you know, they added Sean Doogie, who's supposed to be eligible to play, on top of those guys. Uh that they added in the recruiting class, uh, you're going to have competition at every position uh, to get on the ice. And obviously that just makes everybody better. Um, Evan DeBrower is going to have a real challenge this year, uh, holding off Justin Robbins and uh, Cole Brady. Uh, the defense is going to be six players deep, if not more. Uh, the forwards, and we haven't even seen – I guess the recruits coming in and just on the guys that are back, you've got three lines worth of offensive players and the fourth line that, you know, the checking line or the energy line, whatever you want to call that line. So um, this team is just going to be so deep and, and the, the competition that they'll have in practice to get on the ice during the game uh, will only make them that much better when they actually get on the ice during the games. so. Well, I can tell you a couple things that I think I'm looking forward to seeing is I think this is going to be a team that's going to score three, four goals a night, maybe more. Uh, I think they're going to put the puck in the net comfortably. I also think they're going to have some really good goaltending. And if you bring those two things together and then add in some solid defense, you have the make makings of a championship team. I know there's a lot of games to be played. I know that's a very tough tournament to get through. I understand all that. But it sure can't hurt when you've got offense, great goaltending, and solid defense. Uh, and, and then you have a coach that's leading that group that, that knows what it takes to get the job done. So I'm looking forward to a really exciting NCAA hockey season. Uh, I want to take another uh, opportunity for you to give out that trivia question again because I know a lot of people wait till the end thinking that this is when it's going to be given out so Paul give us our uh, pucks on the pod uh, trivia question presented by Summer Skates okay here we go the last California school to sponsor varsity hockey was ah that is a great question we'll see who can uh can research it the most because I know nobody knows it except you. <laughs> somebody's, <laughs> I'm somebody's a weirdo, going, so you can't count. You can't go by me. 
somebody's going through Google right now to find it, and they're going to send it in to us. I will tell you, folks, and this is pretty unique. Uh, this is uh, show number eight of our promotional contests of hashtag pucks on the pod, and we have yet to have a winner from the state of Arizona. We've got winners from everywhere around the United States, but come on, Arizona, step up and, and get this done. And if you're not uh, subscribing to our podcast, by all means, do so. If you're not downloading, get those done as well and send your uh, your winning answer tonight to uh, Ice Time. Or I'm sorry, at Ice Time SW on Twitter, using the hashtag Pucks on the Pod. Okay, Paul. Anything uh, anything else we have to? To get in there before I let you do your fantastic read that you do at the end of every show, uh, I'm just you know we're we're waiting for the schedule to come out. Uh, hopefully that'll be out soon. Um, some teams have announced it, some teams have not. So you can't just say it's ASU that is the only one that hasn't announced their schedule. Uh, just looking forward to uh, even from a distance uh, for the players to get on the ice, even if it's just as an individual skater. Uh, I know some of the NHL players and teams have started to do that. And so uh, I just I just miss hockey, and uh, I'm ready for it right now. I wish they were playing tomorrow. You and me both. And, I'd be, and by the way, I'd be saying that virus or no virus. So uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to make it sound like this is some sort of uh, unique situation because – if it was up to me, they'd be hockey 12 months a year. So, Absolutely. Well, I'm going to let you uh, take it away, and then we're going to say thank you uh, to all of our listeners again. Big thank you to Johnny Walker for joining us. Uh, I apologize for the uh, technical issues, but uh, we did get a chance to visit with him a little bit anyway. So, Paul, take it away. All right. College Hockey Southwest Weekly has been brought to you by Sprint, a brighter future for all. See Andre in the Paradise Valley score at Cactus and Tatum, and let him find you the right deal. Buy Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila for the best margaritas and more. Go to MexicanMoonshine.com. Buy Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Dine in or call ahead for pickup. Call them at 1-702-541-5546 or go to JesseRay'sBarbecue.com. Behind the Mask, getting ready to get back on the ice? Order your equipment at BehindTheMask.com. Or come in and check out the new refurbished stores. Buy summer skates, shower shoes, koozies, and more. Show your game in comfort and style. Visit summerskates.com. Win your summer skates prize pack with the hashtag pucks on the pod. By College Bar and Grill. Stop by for lunch at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. Or call them at 1-480-588-6451. Pick up dinner on your way home. Oceanside Ice Arena, home of the Devil's Hockey Shop for all of your ASU hockey merchandise, now open for limited group skating. By OxyPow, introducing the new line of all-natural hand sanitizers. Visit our full line of natural cleaning products at OxyPow.com. By M-Drive, go to mdriveformen.com and use the promo code ICETIMESW at checkout for 20% off. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. And by the Ice Den, Scottsdale and Chandler. Small group skating sessions now available. Call for information. College Hockey, Southwest Weekly, and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download at iTunes, the Podbean app, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. College Hockey, Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. That can't be done any better, folks. Uh, my co-host is the best at the uh, the final read as we wrap up things today. Uh, just a couple of reminders. We do have uh, the contest continuing through uh, June and July. And then, uh, fingers crossed, everybody, hockey will be back, at least the NHL version, in the month of August. And we'll be celebrating that with a, uh, a special month-long promo pack prize pack giveaway from our friends at m drive so stay tuned for that coming up in august in the meantime keep uh, listening keep sending in your answers to hashtag pucks on the pod trivia and uh paul one last time give us that trivia question that everybody should be jumping on right about now okay once again what was the last california school to sponsor varsity hockey 
All right, you heard it, folks, uh, for another great episode. We had a little bounces and, and hips and jumps and steps and things in the show tonight, but we're back. We're strong. We'll be back next week for Paul Hornstein, for our special guest, Johnny Walker, Scott Strandy saying goodbye from Scottsdale, Arizona, with a little Roger Klein and the Peacemaker Senate Hero.